WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away we go! Live on this Friday, February 2nd, it is indeed Kale and Company. Right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Always live on the free Odyssey app. And of course, streaming live. For your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210 is how you climb in on the phones, social media at 1210WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Don Stenzelin with the news, Greg Stocker is the chairman of the board, Phil Omquist, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers on this Groundhog's Day Friday. Dawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Has that fat little rodent seen a shadow yet, or is it too uh, too early to tell? He's supposed to be hibernating. He's like Joe Biden. <laughs> gotcha. Gregory. Is it Groundhogs or Groundhog Day? Hog. Uh, whatever it is, I'll have the wrong side of it, and I'll be told about it on YouTube. One hog, like one hog. Groundhog. Boss hog. hog. Boss hog. There you go. So it's just the Groundhog Day. Gotcha. Yeah. By the way, for those watching this morning on the video component of YouTube, from what I gather, and this could be premature speculation on my part, but did Stalker deliver and come through yes. on the haircut? Very hey, nice. Yes, I got a haircut. Looking good. Yep. Little little choppy choppy off the back end? Yeah. Got right. off a little off the top, a little off the back. Anything off the front with my, the bangs? My wife was going to divorce me if I didn't get my hair cut. <laughs> get little highlights? Highlights? Just, what are you talking about? That's a girl about? thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, this is, this is my natural color. I know. It's a good color. Thank you. All natural. All right. My dad has like like very little gray hair and he's 70, so I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm in good shape. You're going to have no grays, no recession, no receding hairline. It's the opposite of me. All right, we got. But you have a good head, so <clears throat> yeah, I do. <laughs> got a nice bean, yeah, nice squash, yep, as they like to say. We got so many good things to get to today. This is going to be an action-packed show. Deja vu at the border. I'm going to feel like a sports radio host this morning in the big take. Apparently, I have to repeat myself yet again. Why? Because apparently, well, not apparently. Mm-hmm. We've seen the footage. Must be nice to assault a police officer. Get arrested, not have to post cash bail, and as you're walking out, you just flip off the media and all the cameras that are gathered around to chronicle and document your heinous acts, and you just give the middle finger to America. Eh, what the hell, right? You're on here on a free roll. We'll just put you up in a hotel. We'll pay for it from our tax dollars, and then you can just give us the middle finger. We'll get to that this morning. DUIs. Democrats and deportation, that is on the docket this morning. Also, CNN saying, hey, MAGA Nation, if Taylor Swift was wearing a MAGA hat, you wouldn't have a gripe about anything. Uh, I hate to say that CNN is correct. We will debunk that coming up Uh-oh. in a little bit. Okay. I'll Uh-oh. tell you about that one. You won't, but okay. I'll try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Gillis and Bud Light 
What a turnaround this could be for Bud Light. And also, apparently, it is not a crime to have romper room in the Senate. As Capitol Police have said, you know what? Any thumping, you're going to go uncharged. Very interesting. One of those were Republicans, how that would play out. We'll get to that this morning. Also, adults at day spas wearing diapers. What the hell is happening in what? this world? I'm telling you, this is going to be a show for all shows. And we're not. And that's, that's before we get to 9 o'clock this morning. And we know what happens at 9 o'clock on a Friday. It's like the Senate when nobody's around. All right, cut sheet. The Olympics also on the docket this morning, so we have a good show for you. But let's get to all of the news. Round number one, the great Dawn Stenzel in at 6.05. And good morning this Friday morning, February 2nd. 41 degrees, raw and rainy this Groundhog Day. Be safe as you drive in. A lot of slipping and sliding, a lot of accidents on our roadways this morning. Today, a somber day for us in our region and across the nation as the dignified transfer will happen today at Dover Air Force Base for the three U.S. Army reservists killed Sunday in that enemy drone strike in Jordan. So we know that President Joe Biden will attend after asking for the family's permission and also accompanying the president will be First Lady Jill Biden, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, and Joint Chiefs Chairman uh, General C.Q. Brown. So they're going to meet with the families privately before receiving the remains, those flag-draped coffins, according to the White House. From our region, Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, who was 46 years old, originally grew up in Willingboro, of course, had lived in Carrollton, Georgia, but leaves behind his wife and teenage son, as well as Specialist Kennedy Layden Sanders, who was 24 of Georgia, and Specialist Brianna Moffitt, who was 23 of Savannah, Georgia. They were all killed in that drone attack over the weekend that we've talked a lot about on the U.S. base in Jordan, near the border with Syria as well as Iraq. So we are expecting that to happen today as well, and we are waiting for more word as the White House and the President, of course, have promised retaliation for this. And you said Secretary Lloyd Austin will be there as well? Yes. All right, so we do know his whereabouts, and he's accounted for. Good to know. Yeah, he held a, that big news conference yeah. yesterday morning. We took part of it live. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, some of the, the, for anybody who missed it, I have some of the c- cuts. Uh, we'll play at 745. All right. Yes. So in other news, a grieving community just shocked to learn the news that their longtime school board member, was killed when a small plane crashed yesterday afternoon. This is Chester County, Pennsylvania, about 1.40 in the afternoon in a neighborhood right there in West Calm Township. So we've confirmed that it was a twin-engine Gulfstream American GA-7 small aircraft. It crashed in that area right between a home and some trees in the 500 block of Old Wilmington Road. The victim, identified as a beloved Member of the community, 65-year-old Sam Ganaw of Conquerinville, Pennsylvania. He was the school board president for the Octorera Area School District. So uh, many people in the community just stunned by this. He was an experienced pilot, and there are, there are many um, accolades to him as far as police and witnesses saying that the plane just missed the house and so ultimately was able to navigate the plane he, this something went wrong about two minutes after taking off from Chester County Airport. He was actually headed to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, uh, so we don't know who he was, you know, expected to meet with or what that was about. But ultimately, it, the plane went down and crashed on some Amish property 
right in literally in the backyard of the home. So he was able to navigate enough to miss the house. And so the NTSB, of course, they always investigate every plane crash like this. They are headed here to this area to figure out what caused this deadly small plane crash. We have in Lower Marion Township, this is Pennsylvania, Montgomery County, a jury reaching a verdict in the murder trial of 70-year-old Renee DiPietro. So she was on trial, accused of stabbing a man to death following a fight involving her son. Now, many are stunned by this by this verdict. And this has to do with a very petite lady. Her son was called her and said that you know he was involved in a fight picked uh he in a bar an ambler he was she was coming to pick him up and so ultimately they're there with the vehicle and the other person who he had been fighting with runs up to to fight some more she has a cane she starts hitting him with the cane out of the bottom of the cane flies her blade a knife which ultimately she stabbed the the other guy with, and ultimately he died. She has <clears throat> she has a blade inside the in bottom, the of, bottom the of the cane. Wow, that's like like that's like a something you would see like in a weird movie or a yes. TV show, right? Uh so she's she had argued that in fact um, that she was defending herself and her son, and the jury found her guilty of third degree murder here and so ultimately the 70 year old lady faces up to 20 years in prison upon sentencing it was a jury trial wow as they were reading the verdict she turned to a family member crying behind her and said don't give him the satisfaction of crying this is a tough little lady yeah but they had argued that she's very petite little lady 100 pound lady who um they said you know the 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 victim in this one who died ultimately, you know, was twice her size. Jeez. Blade inside the cane. But blade inside the cane, and that was the prosecutor had said no, she brought a knife to a fist fight. Oh. Yeah. So Okay. Uh win for the prosecution on this one. We'll see if her attorney if she gets a different attorney, if she appeals. But a bit of a stunning verdict there in Lower Marion Township. Philadelphia police this morning investigating after a six-month-old baby girl was left alone inside a daycare facility after it closed. So they show up at 5.30 p.m. on the daycare there. This is the Hunting Park section of the city on Whitaker Avenue. And the daycare stays open till 6. For some reason, it closed early. Their six-month-old baby inside. And so the family calls 911 when they found the daycare locked up, there's a panic. The police show up. In fact, the baby was inside, then taken into to Children's Hospital to to for observation to make sure they don't know how long the baby was left, but was let the lights were off, the place was locked up, and the baby was left in this daycare. Could you imagine arriving to pick up your kid no. and seeing the place closed early, and you're like, all right, what are they going like on a field trip? Where where are they? And your child's so. That baby was the only single yes. human being left in the place? According to police who are investigating. Oh, man, that's a lawsuit. I have a clip coming up of a person <clears throat> who uh, is going to go teach four-year-olds. So maybe that'll give us some oh, clue gosh. as to why um, we're not hiring our best and brightest mm. for some of these jobs. Does okay. that just... Uh, oh, yeah. my goodness. It's just a little teaser for you. For I think I know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we have some some... well. 
Good news and bad news. Philadelphia Sixers star Joel Embiid suffering a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee. That was happening. That was the one where the where the guy fell on his bad knee for the Golden State Warriors. But the good news is, oh my goodness, I don't know if you saw this. Tyrese Maxey with more than 50 points. We beat Utah 127-124. What an exciting game. And I don't know if you're going to play the Sir Charles Barkley sound announcing that Maxie's actually oh, making the All Star. Is that is that correct? He's he made the All Star game. Oh, well, the him. preliminary. Oh, okay. The runner, the preliminary list. Okay, so it's kind of exciting. I'm a big Tyrese Maxie guy. So I saw yeah, him, so, I saw him play uh, in Kentucky a few years ago. You did? Yeah, when I was down in Nashville. And you yeah. felt it was exciting. Yeah, he was a very good player. Nice. Yeah, I saw him play in uh, the SEC tournament. Well, at least we had an exciting night in Utah. We had an exciting win. Had an exciting night at Parks last night. Damn, oh, yeah. Damn, damn February is underway, Dawn. <laughs> hey, damn February. <laughs> how you feeling this morning? I feel great. Good. Zioli was one drink behind when he showed up, so Zioli goes beer, then he goes red wine, then he goes double shot of espresso. <laughs> the next thing I know, he's on the stage putting on a performance. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like in a matter of 19 so minutes. <laughs> it's hysterical. Well, we do have Groundhog Day today. I will point out to you that originally when Groundhog Day started back in the day with Germans... They used to actually eat the groundhogs. Oh, yeah. So, oh. PETA, take that. I've had rabbit before. I would not be against groundhog. What do you think groundhog tastes like? Uh, rabbit. <laughs> rabbit. Bad steak. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like very gamey. And, yeah. Yeah. Like a Ugh. gamey meatloaf. Yeah. By the way, rabbit is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's like a high end. If you didn't know what you were eating rabbit... There was this place in Nashville I used to go to. It was a little like um, alleyway speakeasy old school bar. And they were like real small, small little dishes, but they were expensive, high end. And they had these rabbit sliders with um, rabbit sliders on a little, oh, these little that rolls. That sounds disgusting. Poor, poor, poor little bunnies. With uh, like this, like a little bit of uh, arugula and a little like a, kind of like a Dijon mustard. You would think it's the best. It looks like ham. If I brought it to you, you'd be like, oh, that looks good. You bite it, and you'd be like, this is some good ham. I'd be like, it's rabbit. You know, rabbits are like people's pets, some of them. Yes. I mean, they shouldn't be because they're nasty, horrendous animals. But Do you think they cook the rabbit no, like, the same they're way nasty. they did in the movie we with Michael Douglas rabbit. in the stove? Probably. Yeah. 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 Crazy Remember? in the pot. Yeah. <clears throat> Was that E. Jean Carroll in that movie? <laughs> stop. You better stop. You're going to get sued. Oh, that's right. It could be defamation. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever notice that guys who are not billionaires don't get sued for that kind of thing? Nothing to take. You know? how, can you take how, can you st- how can you get a settlement from zero? You don't hear about a plumber. No. You know, she didn't, well, anyway. He defamed me. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. All eyes focused on Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Obviously Groundhog Day. The forecast, I know it's so raw and rainy and just an ugly day. What did you call it? Damn February? Yep. Figuratively and literally? Yep after dry january but here's the here's the good news you're going to love the weekend so today we will dry out even though the roads are pretty nasty and it's pretty ugly out this morning however the for the weekend bright sunny skies not a cloud in the sky so tomorrow we're looking at mid to upper 40s i'm pulling this up right now tomorrow we're looking at 45 degrees and then sunday 50 degrees bright sunny skies so that's the beautiful thing. It's been a long time since we've had both days of a weekend bright sunny skies. So enjoy it. This is Kale and Company News Live. All right, Don, thank you very much. 616 on a Friday morning. One last big take for the week. The big take on Kale and Company.
And it's brought to you by Budget Blinds, the invasion, the disregard, and now the disrespect. I'd like to apologize right out of the gate today for this big take being somewhat similar or identical to yesterday's. You know, I thought my days of regurgitating myself day after day over and over on the same topic in Sports Talk Radio were over. But apparently the message needs to be delivered again after yesterday's big take. On Thursday, we highlighted the disgrace at our southern border, the lies and contradictions coming from this administration, and also the disgusting assault that we all witnessed on New York City police officers at the hands of illegal immigrants in this country. But what I saw yesterday afternoon on television made my blood boil. Here is one of the illegal immigrants, in fact, two of them, that assaulted an NYPD officer walking out of court yesterday, giving the media the middle finger and spitting in the face of the criminal justice system, our country, and its citizens. Listen and watch Harris Faulkner from Fox News as this unfolded live on television. Just into Fox News now, NYPD making two more arrests, illegal immigrants, and that attack on officers. Those suspects also allegedly stole an officer's cell phone. Well, that'll help them track you down. So a fifth illegal immigrant accused of attacking two New York City police officers over the weekend showed no remorse or regret. He was seen, as you can see, giving his two middle fingers to the cameras moments after being released without bail. Florida Senator Marco Rubio wrote, Message to America from one of the illegal immigrants who assaulted NYPD officers, walked free with no bail and heads back to a shelter funded by taxpayers. So far, police have uh, shared four mugshots of the now seven people arrested in connection with the brutal beatings in Times Square. So as you just saw there on YouTube, multiple scumbags flipping off the cameras as they get out of jail without having to post bail and showing zero remorse or regard for their actions. One of them in a Lakers jersey, the other in a red hooded sweatshirt. And this should make every red-blooded American's blood boil. This is on you, Democrats. This is on you, progressives. This is on you, sanctuary cities. This is on you, Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul. This is on every single American who voted for these America last politicians and these failed progressive policies. Forget invasion. This is a war right now. You can forget Russia, Ukraine for a moment. Forget Israel and Hamas for a moment. And for a moment, just put America and Iran to the side. This is war domestically, with these people coming up through a wide-open southern border and assaulting the men and women of our country. This is why I back the blue. And didn't I say yesterday on the show that I bet this migrant mob that assaulted and kicked these officers were probably not first-time offenders? We've got some details coming up on their rap sheet at 630, because I know I said this yesterday multiple times. And it's well past due that every governor... Republican or Democrat, send any and all services, forces, and bodies at their disposal that they have in their state to the southern border and defend our border and our ports of entry to stop this calculated, well-thought-out invasion. Ron DeSantis might be out of the primary picture, but he's not going to allow this to stand. Here's the Florida governor telling America and his state what he's doing to shore up the southern border. Listen and watch. So today uh, we are going to fortify our presence along the southern border. Uh, We're providing up to one battalion of Florida National Guard, uh, as well as 
uh, our first ever deployment of the Florida State Guard. And the goal is to help Texas fortify this border, help them strengthen the barricades, help them add barriers, help them add the wire that they need to so that we can stop this invasion once and for all. And the states have to band together. The states have to band together uh, to be able to defend the rule of law. And, and we see the problems, the drugs, the crime, just the sheer number of people. What has that done to hospitals? What has it done to education? It's just you just can't do it. I mean, we probably have had 10 million come illegally since Biden's been president. But that number, even if that was legal, we cannot absorb that many people. It's just not the way you, you do business. It's not the way you run a country. Uh, but it's also a larger issue. You know, if we don't have a border, then we are not a sovereign country. Uh, you, either, you either have a border or you don't. You're either a sovereign country or you're not. So what we're doing today is uh, we're stepping up yet again. We're helping. Uh, and I know other states have done a lot. And I, I'm pretty sure some of these other states are going to do more. Uh, but what Joe Biden's administration has done is wrong. What they continue to try to do is wrong. Uh, and his failure to do his duty and satisfy his oath of office um, is something that um, represents one of the biggest failures of this administration. All right, there's Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Protecting the citizens of America shouldn't be a partisan issue. There should be a bipartisan solution. But this was predictable. And you know who saw it coming? Donald Trump. That's right. Flashback time. Trump predicted that sanctuary cities would lead to catastrophe five years ago, way back in 2019. I guess the orange man isn't so crazy after all. Here's Trump's prediction five years ago. Listen and watch. But we're apprehending uh, thousands and thousands of people a day. And the law only allows us to hold them, as you know, for 20 days because of the most ridiculous laws probably we have in this country, whether it's catch and release or uh, chain migration or any of them. The asylum laws are absolutely insane. Uh, They come up, in many cases, they're rough gang members. In many cases, they're people with tremendous crime records. And they're given a statement to read by lawyers that stand there waiting for them. Read this statement. And it says, I have great fear for my life. I have great fear for being in my country, even though in some cases, Some of these people are holding their country's flags and waving their country's flags. And then they talk about the fear they have of being in the country that the flag they were waving freely. Uh, A lot of sanctuary cities. So we'll give them to the sanctuary cities maybe to take care of if that's the way they want it. Because we can only hold them under the current law for 20 days. We might as well do what they always say they want. We'll bring the illegal. Really, you call them the illegals. I call them the illegals. They came across the border illegally. We'll bring them to sanctuary city areas and uh, let that particular area take care of it, whether it's a state or whatever it might be. And let's see if they're so happy. They say we have open arms. They're always saying they have open arms. Let's see if they have open arms. That was Donald Trump from April 12th, 2019. Trump is racist. No, he's just one tough dude when it comes to being a leader and not giving a damn about your feelings because the facts hurt. We had a legitimate border under Donald Trump. Now we have gang members, rap sheets, drug dealers, assaults on American police officers, all threatening the safety of America. And Joe Biden did this to you. Biden did this to all of us in his first days 
in 2021. So if you think about it, those two cowards that flipped off the cameras walking out of the courts in New York are actually the byproduct of the left, and it's actually Joe Biden giving you the middle finger. It's Democrats giving you the middle finger. It's sanctuary cities telling you where to stick it. And oh, by the way, they've stuck the rest of us with the tab. And that's the big take. The big take on Kale and Company. All right, big take this morning brought to you by Budget Blinds. Budgetblinds.com, your one-stop shop for blinds, shades, shutters, custom drapery, and motorization. Free in-home consultations and the only no-questions-asked warranty in the business. Ask about their exclusive inspired collection online at Budgetblinds.com. You can weigh in 855-839-1210 at 1210 WPHT on social media and, of course, on YouTube. In the Kalen Company comment community, just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210 WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe button and be a part of the show today. We'll get some thoughts to what we saw yesterday on the other side. Uh, And then also some issues when it comes to more voting that is going on. 59 Democrats join in with the GOP, but 150 do not. Some of those details on the other side as we react to this migrant mob in America. Back after this on a Friday edition of Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's Kale & Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. What's on the cut sheet coming up 745. Another pair of wrestling tickets to give away for our morning mystery movie clip at 920. Great time at parks last night. Nice to see some of you show up last night, including our buddy Sid Weiss, who was wearing the green Zeoli Army hoodie. Very nice touch. A little Kelly Green uh, twist nice. to it. Um, we got a lot of things to get to this morning. We will get to what Charles Barkley, Bob Costas, and Gail King had to say uh, on their unwatchable Wednesday night program uh, in regards to uh, the Taylor Swift obsession with uh, conservatives out there. Uh, and I guarantee you, you know the direction we're going to be going in because uh, and the direction of what they were talking about. But I, I, I do want to continue just for a couple of minutes here because there was a lot of developments, more details yesterday with some of these illegal immigrants that assaulted police officers in New York. We've got mugshots, we've got names, we've got uh, details. Uh, we've also got reports that a few of them have fled on a bus to California. Uh, so they will become uh, the problem of Gavin Newsom. But that video that I showed you uh, in the big take this morning, the video of the two felons, because that's what they are, they're felons. You, you saw a police officer, that's a felony, uh, who assaulted these cops, flipping off the media. If you think about it for a second, don't think about it just in that isolated moment with this specific incident. This is very symbol- This is very symbolic and emblematic of the problem that we have in this country today, Dawn, if you think about this for the last three and a half years. Foreign nations don't fear us. Terrorists do not fear us. The cartel, illegal migrants do not fear us. Criminals locally here in the United States domestically do not fear the criminal justice system. They know the prosecutors will not prosecute them. They know they will get no cash bail. They'll be back on the street within hours. They know they will not see any prison time. They know that the cops are basically trying to police society with one arm tied around their back. We have allowed this country nationally, globally, and locally to become a joke when it comes to being pushed around. I can't believe that America, if you think about when America really took off 
uh, economically. Mid-80s, right? Like early 80s, the United States was not the economic juggernaut. It was probably 84, 85, 86, 87 when this country just exploded economically. And we started kicking ass and taking names on every front with the military building up, you know, the superpower that we've become or we once were. And now, and I'm just speaking about crime and the fact that it feels like the United States on every level has become that guy, that kid at school that routinely gets punched in the nose and never stands up for themselves. Yeah. And we're just allowing it to happen in every facet of society. New York Post late city final cover this morning has the picture of the four of the seven they've arrested. Yep. They crossed the border illegally, then beat two cops, were let go with no bail, and now police believe they fled the city. Mockery of justice. Mm. What a great cover. Yeah. Mockery of justice. That's correct. Iran doesn't fear us. China doesn't fear us. Russia doesn't fear us. Gang members don't fear us. Nope. Criminals. Everybody knows they can just show up at a Target. Man, California, if you steal $1,998, you won't get arrested. If you go over the $2,000 limit, then you go to jail. We have just created this. Hey, let's just create this lawless society, and everybody that has somewhat of a functional brain knows that they can get away with it. It's like, you know, when you're a parent and you don't discipline your kid and your kid knows that he can get away, you know, you give him an inch, they take a mile. That's what's happening pretty much across the world right now when it comes to the United States and our ability to say, you know what, enough is enough. It's very I, sad. Yeah. And to your point, Nick, I think Biden co constantly blaming Congress that worked in the past because it is true that our Congress, you can blame one in administration after another for the failures that we don't have the policy. You just played Trump talking about it, that we have we have stupid laws. We, we don't have a cohesive system. But at this point, we saw that Trump could, that we know through the power of executive orders, particularly when something reaches emergency levels, like, and you could take the opioid crisis, you could t take this kind of crime, you could take your pick, but there's, there's certainly enough here to sign some executive orders to take immediate action. Yep. So Biden cannot hide behind that old line of, oh, well, Congress needs to take action. Yep. Congress needs to take action. Give me the money. I've been asking for more money. Everything that he undid the first couple of weeks in office in, in late right. January of 2021, he could completely reverse course on. All he would have to do is reprint the documents, pull out his little handy-dandy blue pen, and ba-boom. There you go. Doesn't do it, so... But it's he, also he's the done all he can, Dawn. He's done all he can. Yes, and it's but it's also the culture, you know, and the culture that you create. In other words, every you know, think about taking a, a trek because we have people coming from what 120 some countries. Mm -hmm. So under Trump, people just said, "No, nah, we're 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 not going to make. We're not even going to begin the trip." Yep. It's the mindset of saying, "No, we're not going to begin." To take this because we we know there's a pretty good chance under Trump that we're going to get turned around or they're going to keep us in Mexico, etc. Under this one, they felt even there are reports in the churches in in impoverished you know nations or troubled nations, people were being told Biden is welcome and Obama too for a time until until Obama flipped on the issue. Mm -hmm. But Biden welcomes you, so they feel like hey Biden is welcoming me. Yep, you're right. And in, inviting uh, inviting me, you yep. know? Correct. Correct. And we know the, the motive behind why they are, quote, inviting them. 
These guys should be in Rikers Island. There's no doubt about it. Johan Boada, 22. Uh, that was the guy in the uh, Black Lakers Kobe Bryant jersey that was flipping off the cameras. Then you have Darwin Andres Gomez is Kiel, who's 19. Kelvin Servat Arocha, 19. Juarez Wilson, 21. Yorman Reverone, 24. Yo Henry Brito, 24. And Yandre Barros, 21. And apparently a few of them have allegedly um, gotten on a bus to go to California. So uh, I, I don't think this will be the last time that you probably have these individuals committing these acts, although who knows how you can keep track or keep tabs of them. And then yesterday when I was I was driving to parks, this had to be 5.15, uh, Zioli was reacting to the story of 59 House Democrats yesterday joining Republicans to pass a bill to deport illegal immigrants that are caught driving under the influence. Uh, And that came down yesterday. And a lot of people uh, were reacting and saying, okay, 59 said yes, if you are here illegally and you commit a DUI, you should be deported. But 150 Democrats voted against this. And this has been one of these things for a long time where... You know, in this country, if you are here illegally, you better get, and and I thought Rich made a great point, he's like, you better get an Uber. If you go out to a bar with your buddies, I mean, you, the last thing, if you want to be in America, and it's, it's ridiculous that you're here illegally to begin with, but if you want to stay here, the last thing that you need to have occur is to get a DUI because you can be gone just like that. Um, and I know a lot of people were kind of fired up that 150 Democrats still voted against this bill. I'm honestly looking at it from the other side of things. I'm actually shocked and stunned that 59 Democrats actually got on board with this because, as I said in the big take, they're complicit in this. Elections have consequences, and when you don't when you don't get tough on things like this, this is the byproduct. This is the result. I was surprised yesterday. The measure passed 274 to 150, but a little bit shocked that there were actually 59 Democrats that voted to get on board with this. And, you know, when we talk about these issues and it's, you know, I I feel like it gets lost in the shuffle a lot of time. I just want to highlight and you can see the the picture here on YouTube, Phil, if you can put this up. This is Jose Menvahar. Um, Now, for like I said, 150 Democrats voted against a bill to automatically deport this guy. This guy is an illegal immigrant who has four deportations with three DUI convictions. And last month, during his third DUI, he killed Melissa Powell, 46, and her teenage son, Riordan, 16, in Colorado. And he got off without four, without jail for days before the crash. We have to get seriously tough on this issue. We have innocent Americans dying because of people. And look, DUIs uh, atrocious regardless. Um, never drive, I, mean, no, I shouldn't have to say this, never get behind the wheel after you've been drinking a lot, right? But you're here illegally, you commit a DUI, and you kill somebody behind a vehicle, uh, behind a wheel. I mean, I don't know how that family, like, moves on and recovers from that. These are the things that some Democrats are still voting against in 2024, which I find appalling and shocking. But that's where we are in today's society, I guess. By the way, Cavalcante is in the news. We'll have an update. No, is he really? Yeah. Okay. Locally, the member of the escapee. All right. 
about 20 minutes out. We'll get to that uh, in the early portion of the 7 o'clock hour. 855-839-1210 if you would like to jump in. Coming up next, Charles Barkley, Gail King, Bob Costas on CNN tell MAGA Nation that if Taylor Swift was wearing that famous red hat, you'd adore her. Would we? We'll get into that on the other side. It's Kale and Company. Back after this on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. A lot to celebrate today on this Groundhog Day. Hopefully Punxsutawney Phil, you know, sees that we'll have an early spring. And a lot at Piazza to celebrate as well, as Piazza is so excited to welcome two new members to their family of dealerships. And, you know, we love Piazza Auto Group. We love Piazza Premium Automobiles. There's the power of Piazza that we're always talking about here, Pennsylvania. Delaware, New Jersey, but we're so excited to help welcome in two new members of the Piazza family of dealerships, Infinity Ardmore, as well as Maserati of the Mainline, both located right there on Lancaster Avenue. You're going to get the very same first class customer experience that you've come to expect from the Piazza family of dealerships, including Piazza Premium Automobiles. So find your new or certified pre-owned Infiniti, Maserati, or other Piazza luxury brands like Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and so much more. PiazzaPremiumAutos.com, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company, Friday morning, soccer's got the jukebox fired up. He's got a fresh haircut. He's ready for the weekend. <laughs> Nick, Dawn, and Greg, good to have all of you in. What are we now, nine days out from the big game? Only nine more days of Taylor Swift coverage. Actually, ten, because everybody will be talking about it the day after the Super Bowl. Which, coincidentally enough, we'll, we will all be off the day after the Super Bowl. So that's good for President's Day. That's so we not, won't have no, to worry about no, that. you're not on. No, that's not, that's not true. What? Oh, that's right. So it's the week after. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right, man. I, it, with the Super Bowl being so late this year, I, I felt like it was pushing right up towards President's Day. Yeah, no. The President's Day is the 19th. The okay. Super Bowl is the 11th. Okay. So we will be here the 12th. Yes. Then. Okay. Oh. But we're going to avoid it. The nice we, thing is a lot of people call in sick that day. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Thursday of uh, March Madness when the NCAA tournament gets started. <laughs> Nobody shows up for work on that day, uh, which used to be a glorious thing uh, back in the day. Kind of lost its luster. But uh, one thing that has not lost steam is really every media outlet talking uh, about the Super Bowl from the entertainment standpoint as Taylor Swift has dominated the headlines, really, if you think about it, when it comes to sports and mainstream pop culture and media since September when she uh, became a fixture at Chiefs games with tight end Travis Kelsey. I like to call him the lesser Kelsey, Uh, Jason Kelsey, the greater Kelsey, the more manly Kelsey. Uh, I don't know either's politics, but if I had to guess, I would think Travis Kelsey, a little further left, and Jason Kelsey, not left, but I could be dead wrong. Uh, Who knows? But CNN, uh, we know they've created this new show i think it's wednesday nights at either 9 or 10 p.m for an hour a weekly show with charles barkley and um gail king who you also see uh, does gail do mornings on cbs or is she okay i thought maybe it was a sunday morning type show but uh i think she does that morning show on cbs with nate burleson and a few others um i I do want to play you this clip here in a moment uh but we'll kind of set it up this way uh, Bob Costas, longtime sports broadcaster who now works with CNN, and Charles Barkley, they actually think that Taylor Swift would be less criticized if she wore a MAGA hat. 
And I, I was thinking about all of the celebrities that you have seen over the years in the last eight or nine years that have worn a MAGA hat and how the public has perceived them. Do you remember, now I know he's back in the news again, and apparently he walks around society wearing like a black mask, not a mask like a COVID mask, but like a like a mask that actually goes over your entire head it's, and it fits real tight. It looks like he's wearing like pantyhose over his head, but they're real dark <laughs> black, and it's Kanye West. Do you remember when Kanye West was a big Donald Trump supporter and he wore the MAGA hat and how everybody lost their mind that like the number one hip-hop artist was a MAGA supporter? I don't recall him getting preferential treatment or positive media coverage from the mainstream establishment outlets when he was wearing a MAGA hat. So I, I don't know that Taylor Swift would be viewed in a positive light, but let's let's hear the full clip. This was Bob Costas, Charles Barkley, and others on CNN talking about the Super Bowl, Taylor Swift, and MAGA Republicans. Yeah, right. You remember when Kanye West was a big Donald Trump supporter and he... No, that was Nick Kale. <laughs> Nick Kale was on CNN last night, folks. How did I do that? Cool. I was at Parks and at CNN at the same time. Hang on. Actually, I recorded that in advance. All right, starting over, Phil. Uh, go. I'll just say, I'm going to look right in that camera. If you're screaming Uh-oh. at Taylor Swift saying she ruined her, you're just a loser. Uh, you're just a loser or a jackass. You can be A or B. One right? of the two. One of the two. You know what? When it comes to the Super Bowl, where a lot of people who don't watch football all year long double the audience even of the conference championship yeah. games part of that is the halftime entertainment yes which part of it is the commercials yeah so for people all of a sudden because they don't like something about taylor swift either they don't like the chiefs or they've inferred that taylor swift might not be a trumper then they're annoyed by taylor swift i can guarantee you that all this news on fox news would not be happening if she was wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. They would love it. Oh, but look at all the new people she's brought to the NFL. You see yes. young teen girls who are now watching football. And it's hard to the imagine time. the Super Bowl could have a larger rating, but in a small percentage, it may even up that. And in terms of merchandise sales, yes. the Travis Kelsey jerseys yes. and all the rest, and the attention to regular season games, the NFL reigns supreme not only over sports, but over all of American entertainment. Yeah. In a fractionalized universe, yeah. it's the only thing that consistently aggregates huge audiences. Like 90 of the top 100 rated television shows in a given year yeah. are football games, almost all of them NFL games. And so you would think they couldn't improve on that, but now they've tapped into another demographic. Okay, so that was Bob Costas, Charles Barkley, and Gail King on CNN. And by the way, if she ever wore a MAGA hat, she would probably lose 45% mm-hmm. of her base. But I, I just want to be clear, because sometimes I feel like people think that I just can't stand or I hate Taylor Swift. I A couple of bullet points. Number one, I do not hate Taylor Swift. Number two, she's on top of the industry. She's on top of the world. Number three, she's super talented. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that I have Taylor Swift songs on my Spotify account, but I don't deny how great she is. She could very well be... Uh, it's different than Madonna, I, but she is, you know, a generational performer. I don't dispute her abilities. I don't think she's one of these, you know, lip-syncing, uh, voice-tracked phenomena. She's she's genuinely a talented vocal performer. Now, I disagree with her politics, but that's mm-hmm. fine. I disagree with a lot of people on the left with their politics. I still can I can still can consume their content. I like Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen's a lefty. I still love the boss. I don't listen. Not if I hear uh, "Baby, We Were Born to Run," I don't just turn it off because oh, he's he's left wing. But what I'm just the only thing I'm, I've said consistently is I'm sick of the media and the NFL media's twenty four seven coverage of it, and I think I have a right to be sick of it as a consumer. 
of their product. When you consume somebody's product and you're a reason that they are successful and exist, you have a right to voice your opinion. Just like the people that listen to us every day on the Odyssey app or 1210 or watch us on YouTube, if they don't like something I say or Greg says or Dawn says, you have every right to gripe about it because you're the reason we're here. Now, we can go back and forth and spar, but you you absolutely have a right as a consumer of this show to say, I didn't like that segment or I didn't like that clip or I didn't like what Greg said. You have every right to do that. So that that's kind of where I'm at. And then the last thing I would say... Um, you know, like I've said in the past, I think she's incredibly talented. But, you know, realistically, on a Friday night at a bar in Manny Young, she's a 6 out of 10. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, that's stop. it. That's all I've ever said. Here's the thing. Better than Kanye, remember Chris Pratt. And he didn't wear a MAGA hat, but I think we, we know. I mean, he's he's a person of faith, and I think he is a conservative. But remember, they were trying to cancel him over his Gadsden flag T-shirt. Oh, really? And some of his other comments. I think Chris Pratt is a great example of a major movie star who I think is conservative, but I I think that he had to be a little careful and quiet down a little bit because I think if you are a conservative in Hollywood, they will do everything. In, in the If you're in the public eye, they will do everything. But in particular, if you are a conservative woman, they will just tear you down. But look at Chris Pratt. Think about what happened with him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a better example than Kanye. Yeah. Simply because I think Kanye genuinely has some mental. I mean, he's bipolar. He, he has acknowledged he's had a lot of mental health issues, and he right. made those weird anti-Semitic comments that he had to back away from, etc. Yeah. But I, to me, Chris Pratt's the better example because he he was this beloved superstar, Star Lord, right? Guardians of the Galaxy, etc. And all of a sudden, he was wearing that T-shirt. And no, don't tread on me, et cetera. And oh, oh, mm-hmm. and they all hated him and tried to blackball him. Yeah, I think there are certain people, especially if you don't fit what is the perception of a typical MAGA Republican, yep. like Kanye West or a female, then you get it at a much higher uh, feverish pitch. Like, to a lesser extent, we've seen Kid Rock. Well, okay, well, I kind of figured Kid Rock was a MAGA Republican. So he doesn't take as much as of the brunt. Yeah. Um, uh, who was the uh, the comedian that's really been pro-Trump lately? Um, uh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider was a, was a media darling with Adam Sandler for many years. And now he's done a lot of the anti-cancel culture movement stuff on tour. And he's kind of a, a conservative or a Trump supporter. I'm not sure specifically how he aligns. But he definitely goes down that, that direction and that path. So those guys are viewed a little bit differently. But you're right. Female conservative, uh, African-American man, you're looked at it completely but, differently then. I but think. you guys are not discussing, like, you're discussing who's conservative and who's not. Like, what Bob Costas says, that if Taylor Swift was wearing a MAGA hat, everybody, you guys, would be like, oh, she's yeah, she's great. And you guys would welcome her into the well, fold. I would say, no, I, I uh, the bullet points I rattled off of, of what I feel about her wouldn't change anything. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here saying, like, pounding my chest, oh, my God, Taylor Swift. I, like, I would sit there and be like, it's pretty courageous to come out there and publicly do that mm-hmm. because I think if Taylor Swift did don a red MAGA hat, she would probably piss off, I don't know, 95% of, of her course, base. Of course she would. Yeah. yeah. She but would, if she but was going to... But I'm not looking for people to be on my team. If she was going to endorse uh, Donald Trump, you, you guys would love it. Yeah. I, I would say she's on the right side as far as getting the endorsement right, because usually she gets the wrong man all the time. That's why all of her songs are about you know failed relationships. 
But no, I would say that that's pretty ballsy by you, um, and I think there would be a lot of backlash against her. But that 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 was my exact point, and I said this right off the bat about Taylor Swift. That's why I won't criticize her. I still like her because yeah. if she and I said this like two weeks ago, I would if she were her a conservative. Stay out of it. Right, Regardless. I would advise her to stay out of it. Yeah. But if she if she's a conservative or she's not a conservative, I'm not going to cancel one over the other because then then I'm as bad as the other side yeah. and what they do. I would say whether she's Republican or Democrat, I would say Taylor Swift. If you don't want to alienate one single percentage but, of your base, just be neutral. Like Michael Jordan was great at that. He never got involved in politics ever. It's it, it was we, a different time though. Oh, you have a different you, you have you have a whole group of people now that pretend that Kid Rock has good music because he's perceived to be on your team. Oh, do they perceive it to be good? I've always thought it was I, trash. Just like everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Kid Rock yeah. is on our like I mean, I liked his, him in high school. His music is garbage. Yeah. It's absolute garbage. It you're such a music snob. Yeah, it, it is. No, I mean, you're right. There's, there's nothing. There's no... Ugh. Like, the original song when he became famous, I Want to Be a Cowboy, I, I liked that song in 1999. But, uh, I, just but I was horrendous. But I was 15. Yeah, it's horrendous. But like, now that I go back and think about it and listen to his songs, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It is not great music. Um, but it sells, you know? They, they say Nickelback wasn't good, and Creed wasn't good, and they sell millions of records, so... The heck do I know? They said Queen wasn't good. Are you serious? They said that back in the day, but now everybody we need, agrees. We need a little Queen and Bowie later in the show. All right, six fifty-seven. <laughs> we'll come back. Kick off hour number two. Dawn has some news. Uh, Bud Light went down the road of Peyton Manning, and they're going down the road of Clydesdales at the Super Bowl. They continue their rehab image and their rehab tour with a canceled comedian from SNL. I think it'll pay off. And we're back after this on Kale and Company. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.